0: You ever notice the afterglow when Thanksgiving is done? This is Saturday, November 25th. Perhaps you sit quietly, finding yourself grateful to God for the time you've had with people you love or with dear friends. You reflect on the bounty of the meal and begin to think about where it all came from. I think last Thanksgiving of the large community we shared with the meal we had Quail, two turkeys, a ham, also a duck, corn, and a whole bunch of different vegetable casseroles, salad, fresh bread, dressing, and gravy. Not to mention, it took a table to hold all the desserts. It was quite the feast. Afterwards, we just sat and simply continued to enjoy the gifts we had already received. It was the glow of gratitude. The recognition of all that we had been given. I love those large community meals. Times when the table has some food brought by every home, every family. It's the reminder of who we are and how God has spread his gifts abroad. That leads to our text for today. I want to jump from the book of Psalms all the way to the book of Revelation. This is chapter 11 verse 15 to 17. The seventh angel sounded his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven which said, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Messiah, and he will reign forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders who were seated on their thrones before God fell on their faces, and they worshiped God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and you have begun to reign. The book of Revelation is just that. It records a revelation that the Father provided to the Son, Jesus, to share with his church. Now this book is filled with series of sevens, seven churches, seven seals on a scroll, seven bowls that are poured out, and seven trumpets that are sounded. But there are also seven worship services. The number seven is a metaphor pointing to the completion of God, how God created the world. He completed everything and rested on the seventh day. He did it all. Now here, after the seventh trumpet, we're given a glimpse into one of the seven worship services of this book there's an announcement that follows the blowing of that seventh trumpet, because all is complete. The kingdom of the Messiah Jesus has finally come in all its fullness, and the people there, representing all of God's people from across time, the Old Testament church, the twelve tribes, and the New Testament church, the twelve apostles, they are there as this trumpet is blown. They come And they can only do one thing. They cannot repay God for what he has done. They cannot even recount everything. That really is the situation with the good news of God. It's just that. It's good news. We didn't make it happen. There's nothing to do to repay God. It's an announcement of what Jesus has done. And he has done it all. God doesn't require anything of us. His love is in a transaction, tit for tat. You scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. It's not like that at all. His love is given and enjoyed freely. This worship service is the after dinner party, you could say. All they can do is give thanks to the Lord. And that's what we do at Thanksgiving. They cannot give God anything. Do you know this? God hasn't loved you. Jesus hasn't redeemed you and left you with a debt you must repay to Him. If He did, His gifts would not then be gifts. They wouldn't be free. He would be expecting reciprocity. But how could we repay God for our very lives, for the gift of forgiveness and life with Him forever? We couldn't and we don't. I remember one day a woman from our community showed up at my office. I'd never seen her before. Her son had been involved in a very serious auto accident here in Carl Gables. It was remarkable that he walked away completely uninjured. It was so remarkable that the day after the accident, the police officer who'd been the first to the scene and had been investigating showed up at the young man's house. He knocked at the door, and when this woman answered, the young man's mother The officer told her that her son had been spared. He'd never seen anything like it. This woman had come to my office because she knew she needed to thank someone. But she didn't know who to thank. She learned that day to thank God for his mercy and for sparing the life of her son. And this is where we stand. Spared, given life, forgiven and now free. She nor her son had done anything to receive such a gift. You see, gratitude is the way we rest in the gifts and we continue to in- receive them and to see them for what they are, the way we return to God thanks since we cannot return anything else. Now that thanksgiving is past, we can enjoy the after party. Here we actually take and savor even more fully what we have received. We remember and rejoice about that bounty of food and all the other gifts as well. We have a quiet and reflective time, and we give thanks. We reflect on the truth that it's only in Christ, only because of what Jesus has done for us, that we can fully have life. Let's pray. Father God, we know to worship you is to serve you, and all we can do is return in gratitude. That's what we do today. We do in prayer. Lord, help us to continue to savor all that you've given to the praise of your name through Jesus Christ.